0: joined us for another episode of
1: Greetings Adventurer's Leviathan.
2: Hi, I'm Nika Howard. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm playing FaZe. Hey,
1: I'm Mike Bachman, and my pronouns are he, him. I play Peckwing Blackfeather.
3: Hi, my name is Fred Greenleaf, and my pronouns are he, him, and I am your game master.
4: Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Cheek, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm playing
5: Brian. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm Tim Lanning, and my pronouns are he, him,
0: and I play time that erodes young love. I'm Michael Demaro, and my pronouns are he, him, and I'm playing Daggy Chukas.
5: Previously on Greetings Adventurers
3: Leviathan. News of a deep home mining regiment came across an incredible find. In the mountains of Razorback, deep underground, they came across an opening that belies an underground city. A group of experts were called to explore and reveal anything they could. What the hell, Fred? The entranceway that you came in through is no longer there, trapping you guys within this city. (laughs) We need to continue on. Everything starts to go wrong. I'm down. Daggy's down. Oh, God. From within Daggy's abdomen, what looks like a small leaf starts to sprout it starts to grow more and more until it is about the size of a tree two eyes open up
5: my name is Trent
6: greetings adventurers i want to play a game
5: what happens if i get to zero do i die uh i'll let you know
3: tales told throughout time talk about a subterranean creature by the name of a mind flayer.
5: I don't trust him. I'm paranoid.
3: (laughs) This is like uh, some kind of sick game that they're playing with us. I mean, honestly,
2: I've just been having a pretty good time. Who the
3: fuck are you?
2: Yeah. How do you know this guy?
3: Sorry, the man Okay. So you're doing a held action. Of throwing magical beans if somebody drinks the potion, is that correct?
0: Everyone, don't don't argue. I've got I've got berries as
3: well. Wow. The beans drop to the ground and they do nothing. Are you fucking kidding me? I told you that you have to plant them in soil and water <laughs> them. That's how the
7: magic works. <laughs> I thought they were Pokemon balls.
3: And then yet there is another passage that talks about mind flayers that don't actually adopt any of the physical features and they are able to assimilate into humanoid societies and lure people into the cabal or the colony of mind flayers. Okay, so you have vanquished the mind flayer. You are currently in this room. What would you like to do?
5: So I was reading the book because I have, I have daddy's special eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> daddy's special little eyes. Everyone, um, take out a knife.
5: Why?
0: Because one of us has a worm in our head. I want to insight check, uh, time. Go ahead. I'm telling the truth. Plus three, nineteen. I'm not lying. Is he? A, is he a mind player? Oh fuck.
3: Mm. Tim, is your character a mind player?
5: As far as I know, I'm not. <laughs> well, no, you are. You haven't given me the Battlestar Galactica. You are a silent card <laughs> yet, so we'll find out.
3: You don't feel like he is acting any different than he has you know, from this last 24 hours that you've been with
5: him. And I guess for
3: Trent specifically, you've been with him even less of that time. Oh yeah.
5: Unless you absorb some of Daggy's memories to your <laughs> roots.
0: I want to make an insight check on FaZe to see if FaZe is a phase the mind flayer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twelve insight check on FaZe.
2: I'm not a mind flayer. <laughs> But I don't know if like, do I need to show you something?
5: <laughs> Everyone take your pants off.
4: <laughs> wait, yeah, wait. Well, wouldn't it be like, isn't it in your head? Like, is it like in your neck or something?
2: Yes, you have
5: to dig where it out.
4: A, where does it burrow?
5: I <laughs> will kill each of you, and then I'll. Face has short hair. You can see her neck. I don't wear pants. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, you're burned. <laughs> I'll,
5: I'll inspect your brain after you're dead, and I'll what? send your remains to your family and apologize if you're what human. What's the or whatever?
4: You're really just gonna. You're just gonna kill all of us. Well, like, I mean, I can get my... I'll get my dagger out and dig out the worm. From my head? Yes. I don't have one. Oh. Wait. Do you have one in your head? No. You answered that pretty fast time.
1: <laughs> I'm not alive. It can't get inside me. <laughs> Pegwing being the only one who's- I think the only one who's still got most of his sanity. Is this true? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> I is I actually true. I'm sure. just looking around bewildered. What be happening here? <laughs> what is going on? Yar, nah, that just happened.
4: I think things is still pretty fine. It's mostly Briar and Time that are uh, uh cuckoo bananas right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm at an 11, so
2: I'm still like, I still have no bonus, but I don't have a negative.
4: I'm I, Mine is not good. I'm bad. Mine is real bad. <laughs> I'm losing. <laughs> My stress level is at three.
2: <laughs> I just like to lean into the paranoia of them. It's entertaining.
4: So, okay. So, remind me, in this hatchery, are, so are there there are little little baby guys around? What's remind me? What's in this room?
3: In the center of the room is a small pedestal that has a almost like a ceramic bowl on top. It has a grayish briny liquid that had tadpoles oh, that right. were kind of swimming around. There was a halfling creature that was being feasted upon and uh, was dead by the time you were able to attack the Mind Flayer. And then lastly, there was a drow that you had observed a, essentially a Mind Flayer tadpole go through its ear. So you know that when they put humanoids through this process, this Mind Flayer hatchling goes into the ear to then attach itself to the brain more than likely and to start taking
4: over. So the, so the drow is still in there, and we... I would presume they've got the mind, the tadpole inside of their brain.
5: You saw it, right? Yes.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, does anyone know how to get the mind player baby out of a brain
5: dagger? Because
4: if well, you, you're gonna need to do it to that guy over there. I point to
2: the drow. What if we put like a piece of meat on their mouth and like fish it out?
4: <laughs> Come on out. What? But okay, is the halfling that was there dead?
3: Yes. His brain was feasted on.
4: Hear me out. You put a little piece of the halfling's brain down outside of the ear. Yeah I, let's bait.
0: I've only been alive for fifteen minutes and I know this won't work.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's been longer than fifteen minutes, Trent. You don't even know time yet. Does anyone else have a better idea? I mean, do your meat science. I can do a I can do a medicine
1: check. Do it. You don't spend as much time at sea as I have without finding a few worms. (laughs) I I do not know.
2: (laughs) Um, Could I perhaps use my brain and as a cleric, maybe roll a medicine? I only have a plus two. It's not my greatest skill by any means.
4: Would this help? Worm science. Worm
2: science. Worm meat science. Could I try this?
0: Can I also roll a medicine check? Everybody can.
3: You can
2: try
0: anything. I'm actually really good at medicine. I got a 22.
4: I actually got a 19 on my medicine check. I got an 18.
3: I'm not rolling. You don't feel like this method is going to attract a brain worm that will, you know, draw draw it out. It's it's. Uh, you don't think this is going to be a, a a proven method. More than likely, you will have to do like a um, surgical procedure and, you know, try to cut out the worm. At this point, it's probably attaching itself to the brain as from the rolled up eyes and the drool coming out of the mouth of the drow uh, that was chained to the wall.
4: Once they like attach to the brain, is there any coming back from that? Maybe
3: phase would have some kind of knowledge. Okay. Possibly like a greater restoration spell is known to have Great effects uh, on, you know, things like diseases, curses, you know, lost limbs that aren't easily reattached through healing spells. Oftentimes, a greater restoration can cure a lot of things.
4: So then theoretically, it's not just a thing of like, well, there's no hope. We should just kill this person. (laughs) There is – if we could theoretically get them out of here, someone could heal them.
3: Yes, but also, too, you have to think, you know, what is the time – range of them being kind of fully transformed into a mind flare and at that point i think there is no turning back you know because it's it's a symbiotic relationship so you think like you have maybe a day or two to be able to like make this happen but it just depends on how quickly that transformation happens
1: so is the is the is the question here like if they've got a worm if this this person's got a worm worm in their head we all got worms in our head or is it like a um is it just a this thing's going to turn into a mind flayer and that's very dangerous.
5: And if we can like coax the worm out <laughs> then in a <laughs> yeah. way then maybe we could test ourselves. Yeah, why would we want the worm alive? I don't know. <laughs>
4: I think is just getting into the brain to
3: kill it. So to answer your questions, I don't believe the knowledge that you currently have makes you believe that you already have these worms in your head, number 1. Okay. I feel like you would have to be unconscious for them to be able to do something like this, or they stole your memory of this happening. Okay. Number two. I I mean, yes. Will this creature eventually turn into a mind flare more than likely, but it is chained to the wall. Do you believe that you can save this person? Probably very small chance, right? Like you don't have the facilities or, or the magic
5: cut
1: his head off.
4: Well, but if they're chained to the wall. It doesn't really do anything. Yeah, I, I,
1: I guess I missed who this is. Do we even do we know or care about this person?
3: This is just a random drow chained to a wall.
5: Just, yeah, just just just
1: kill the brain and then you kill a mind flare. And that's good. What well, what be we waiting for? And I want to stick a knife in his skull.
3: Okay, unless somebody wants to challenge that with like an opposing role. Nah,
1: I don't. No, I love it. No, I think Briar would not. That's sick to me. Uh, it's been a long time since I've done a good skull sawing. Hey, yeah, brains. That's a pretty standard skull there. Yeah, there's a tongue in there. Oh, we're going the wrong way. Uh, go back up. Up, 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 up. Uh, do I find any worms?
3: I mean, do you cut his skull in a sense that you're able to, like, crack it open? Like, are you looking through the cut hole or are you looking for a worm that came out of
5: his ear holes? Why are we looking for worms? We know a worm went in his, into his head.
1: We just have to kill him. Well, this will do it. <laughs> I feel like I'm killing two birds with one stone. I feel like I'm like I'm cutting in. I'm cutting and I'm just like in, in every which way. If you're looking for like a precise procedure, you look somewhere else. That's not what this is. I'm just I'm just digging for the marble in the oatmeal. That's what I'm looking for.
0: Trent <laughs> Trent reaches out and grabs the head like a like a fresh head of cabbage and just cracks it open.
6: Yes. Oh, oh, shit.
1: There's the worm right there. (laughs) Oh, no. If it exists, we'll find it.
3: Mind Flayer Hatchling has been kind of severed almost in half due to the strike into the skull. Um, You believe that you have killed both the Hatchling and the drow, especially since Trent just cracked his head open like a cantaloupe.
1: Non lethally.
3: (laughs) Non lethally, because it's already dead.
1: (laughs) Non
4: lethal skull damage.
10: Pretty dot com and use code ACAST for twenty percent off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
5: Well, there you go. He's gone. So now Pegwing, do it the rest to Fade. Do that to FaZe. No, wait. We have to see if you have a worm.
2: No. I don't think I have a worm. Actually, I know I don't have a worm.
4: Okay, why don't what if we deal with these little gross things in this bowl
5: here and yes, i uh fred i would like to take one and put it in a vial and hide it
3: okay so you do so within sight or do you do so like deceptively
5: yeah i lean over and my robe kind of like falls <laughs> open over it
1: that's gotta be sleight of hand Yeah, <laughs> yes no Man, way oh,
5: yes.
8: yes. yeah.
5: sleight of rope <laughs>
3: Roll slide of robe.
5: And
4: like, this isn't shady. I'm, I'm not doing anything shady. I'm not doing anything weird. I scream. I'm up the bowl of my whole cape.
5: <laughs> uh, slide of hand. I, uh, seven, 15.
3: Does anybody want to oppose that with a perception?
5: Yes! you're No, no, it's your passive.
3: <laughs> okay, passive perception.
5: All right, all right.
3: Does anybody have a passive
0: perception of 15? I do not. 14.
4: I have a passive perception of 16. I have
2: one of 17. Shit!
0: <laughs> what is it made out of? What is the receptacle made out of that the tadpoles are in?
3: It's like a, a stone bowl that's on top of a pedestal. Okay. It's nothing spectacular. It's... Quite gross.
4: this is a tadpole bolt?
3: After kind of like wrestling with a hatchling, you do kind of pull it off of your finger and place it into a container that you have within your robe. But it does seem that Briar and FaZe are aware that something weird is going on by the bowl.
4: So are you gonna kill them?
5: I'm or? just doing research and then I shoot four Elders Blasts into it.
4: <laughs> into
3: the container you have or into the... No,
1: no, no, sir! No into your own pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I I shot me balls off.
5: No into the uh, uh, bowl.
3: Okay, Uh, with skilled ease, you destroy the rest of the hatchlings.
5: I did it. That's all of them. Briar
4: is staring (laughs) at They know. I know it's not, but they also don't care.
1: (laughs) Peckwing is just giving you a thumbs up. Like,
4: okay, so
1: yeah, they need doors. What's up? Yeah.
3: There, there are a couple of doors that lead out, as well as the secret entrance that
4: you came through. Well, I feel like we gotta keep going to new ones, because we kinda know what became, Very true. we came from, so... I mean, I guess, theoretically, that could be baggers going deeper into it, but...
5: We know that we behind... We can't go back the we other We can't way. go back. Uh, just pick a door. All right. So
3: Briar picks a door. Yeah. And as you walk through this doorway and into the hallway, after about 20 to 30 feet, you come to an entranceway that opens up into a much larger room. You feel confident as you kind of stop uh, before this entranceway and peer in. You are able to see what looks like uh, an extremely large chamber. There are several things happening within this chamber. At first, you actually see Shaw, who was one of the dwarfs that were with you earlier. He is chained to uh, the floor and currently looks unconscious, kind of lying in a heap. Before him, there are what look like several rucksacks, like hard-woven sacks that are leaking what looks like blood. It's very wet and saturated. It's very lumpy. And there are two large what look like humanoids, men. But upon closer look, you can see that there are stitches and divisions amongst the different body parts. The top of their heads look vacant, as if the upper half of their skulls were cut out. And then in the very far end of the room is an extremely large, what almost looks like a glass, container. But container is used loosely because this object is extremely large. Within it is a grayish, briny liquid, and a shadow that kind of moves around inside of this liquid. You are not sure of what is inside this incredibly large, what we will call a vat, but you can see something is moving within. And within the gray briny liquid are what looks like floating body parts. As you continue to observe this scene, two incredibly grotesque creatures the size of a small dog start walking towards the golem-looking type creatures. These two small creatures that look like brains with appendages start to crawl up these large golems, sits into the cavity on top of their head, and then they start to move. The golems grab the large bags uh, seemingly full of some kind of wet material starts walking towards the vat and then dumps in these sacks. The sacks that are emptied into the vat have various body parts of various humanoids with blood and gray brain matter that just mixes in with the rest of it. And as all of this happens, all of you inside of your head
6: can hear a telepathic voice Go ahead, come on in, it's okay. You do not need to be afraid.
1: We, sh- we should go to another door.
6: No. All doors lead here.
1: Okay, then we're just we're just gonna go try one if they all lead here.
3: <laughs> Pegwing, you try the door next to this room and it actually opens another doorway into this room.
1: Oh. Well, but those are side by side. That's cool. The, you know, the door could, the room could just be, I want to try one far away.
3: You walk farther away. And although you're aware of the trajectory of this hallway, when you come to a door and open it, it
1: opens into this room. Okay, that's fair, just due diligence.
4: Meanwhile, Briar has just started walking directly towards the back. Because as we, as we remember, Briar has masochistic condition right now. So they're just like, whatever, <laughs> lay it on me. She's
5: definitely a mind flare.
3: Within this grayish liquid, inside this vat, the shadowy object that is swimming around starts to come forward, and as the liquid is pushed away and this creature comes up to the see-through glass uh, wall, before you is the most hideous thing that you have ever seen. Not quite a humanoid, and not quite an incredibly large tissue object you see in front of you what looks like it is currently going through a metamorphosis into what you could only assume, an incredibly large-looking brain. Before you, this creature is like a large brain baby. It is just bloated. It has got tentacles that are just kind of feeling along the glass wall, slimy creating a screeching noise as it presses up against the
6: inside of your head, all of you hear. I am very pleased with all of you. It is very impressive that you have made it this far. I shall reward you. You shall become one. When you are ready, I will allow my minions to enter the hatchlings into your head. I believe this is the best course.
1: I believe it's not.
6: No. That sounds like a good deal.
1: Trace don't have heads. He has a head. Kinda. Wait, so the hatchlings that were blown up? Huh? Are there other hatchlings?
6: There are always more hatchlings. Where are they? I birthed them
2: myself.
1: Ew.
3: And then in front of you, it kind of makes like a undulating motion. And then just a wave of gray matter just flows out of the bottom of this amorphous creature. And then what look like small mind flayer tadpoles start swimming around in the brine, hovering
0: around this creature. Can we stomp on him? Fred, this sounds stressful to me.
2: No, Michael! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Aw, oh, goddammit.
2: God, shit
3: ass. Go ahead, everybody. Let's roll a
5: stress. Okay. I rolled a
0: four. So like a seven's not that bad. I still don't know if I want to roll high or low, but I got a 16. Oh, You want to roll high. Nine.
4: I got a
8: 16.
3: So unfortunately, none of you passed your
5: rolls. No! Oh, uh, oh, shit! Fuck, Fred.
0: Jesus.
1: Well, I'm at zero stress then. Is that good? Yeah, I'd be used to the sea, but tadpoles is river fair and I can't handle it.
0: You all take
3: two points of stress damage to whatever your stress total was.
1: I'm at zero then.
5: Well, I'm at one.
3: Time. I need you to roll a d4 for me.
5: Gladly. Holy crap.
0: Excuse me how many times you die.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a one. Okay. Is that good?
3: You enter a breakdown stress state of Catatonia. You become paralyzed and unresponsive. So at this point right now, you cannot make any type of actions or speak or anything like that.
5: Get him! part to sit down.
3: Briar, I need you to flip a coin.
4: I'm scared. I want to like flip it, but I feel like I'm gonna do bad. I'll do good. Just don't do bad. Tails!
3: So, you enter a state that is called flight in your mind you're like we cannot win yeah so you cannot attack or use offensive magic and must use your action to dash while suffering from this effect you do not provoke opportunity attacks as you flee from safety you have advantage on all saving throws
4: <laughs> The brother's just like running around the room <laughs> trying to knock on doors and i keep coming back in
3: the rest of you are okay
8: So, you
6: probably ask yourself, why do I do this? I'm sick from the disease eating away at me inside. Sick of humanoids who don't appreciate their blessings. Sick of those who scoff at the suffering of others. I am bringing an Age of Enlightenment. Those who survive the ceramorphosis will enjoy a life devoid of pain and suffering, devoid of choice. You will become a part of my hive mind, and we will become Leviathans. <gasps> oh, he said the thing!
8: He said he the said thing! thing.
3: <laughs> now, other than time that erodes Jung Love, who currently is in a catatonic state, and Briar, who is currently in flight
4: running. I keep running out the doors and
3: back in. Because like every time you go through another door, it just enters back into this room, so you're just like taking laps.
5: Do you shift while you do this? Oh,
4: fuck yes! 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 Yes, I did not even like get to do that. Yeah, I go rat mode right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so I don't fully turn into like a rat. I just get more rat like. Okay. So you can tell, yeah, like now that my my faculties, I go, I I I revert to a more natural mm-hmm. state. So step
5: two or three of the animorphs.
4: Yeah, I don't know if I like sprout a tail or anything, but I definitely like my ears get kind of bigger. My I I uh, uh, my eyes get more like animal like, on, uh claws. We'll you no, know, and I'm just right around. I, maybe I'm running on all fours. <laughs> very, it's very specific. Sure, why not? Why shouldn't I? <laughs>
5: you
3: deserve it. <laughs> the two flesh golems with what I will say is now intellect devourers inside their head cavities walk up to the vat. They raise up their arms and the hatchlings start to crawl up over the lip of the glass vat onto their arms. Aww. And they walk towards you with arms outstretched, hatchlings astride. Kill them.
5: Squish
2: them.
3: Okay, roll initiative.
4: Are Time are and Briar in initiative? Yes. We are, okay.
1: I got a 19. I got a 17. I got a dirty 20.
4: I got a 23.
1: 16. Can I just start saying dirty? Like, technically, all the other rolls are dirty, too. It'd be like a dirty 17. You can. <laughs> it doesn't feel the same.
4: <laughs> Everything but a nat 20 is a dirty number.
3: So, Briar, you are first to ask.
4: With my reaction right now, I really can only run away right
3: correct you have reached a breaking point and okay. unfortunately every time you enter essentially what would be considered combat it's fight or flights okay and unfortunately you are in flight mode until the encounter is over or you are able to exit this encounter
4: okay well i guess i can i can still attack even if i'm fleeing, right like if i or can i not attack at all
3: Ultimately, each of you are going to have to uh, roll a saving throw to kind of break this situation that you're in. So you can do so uh, on your turn. Uh, You'll probably move both your actions and then roll to maybe kind of like roll yourself back. And the other players can assist you in that as well on their turns. If they choose to use their action, they can try to maybe talk you out of it.
4: Okay, so I would say, yeah. So in this case, I, I actually want to run to, like, if there's, if there's like a corner in this room or somewhere I can kind of, like, cower away. Like, I'll use my movement to get, like, as far away in this room as I can get. Okay. And then kind of. Crouch down, like
3: a and then go ahead and try to make a will or wisdom saving throw.
4: Okay, do I still get the d4 from before?
3: I I think that would be safe. Sure. Okay.
4: Okay. Cool. T-
5: That's good.
3: T- it is good. Unfortunately, not good enough. Yeah,
4: that
5: makes sense.
3: To overcome the current affliction, you are going to continue to run from this battle until your next turn. <laughs>
4: again, running in a circle, like in the same spot.
3: Next up is time that road young love.
5: I'm probably just gonna sit here if that's okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna chill. I'm just gonna chill.
3: Want me to roll a d20, or...? Yeah, let's roll, let's roll uh, let, Satan for
5: 14.
3: Unfortunately, that is not good enough to break out of this catatonic state.
5: That's fine. I'm in my happy place.
3: I think as more than likely the most studied of your companions...
1: Oh, sh- for sure. ...you
3: realize what you see before you is a leader or the hive mind of a Mind Flayer colony, mm-hmm. often known as an Elder Brain.
5: okay. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm probably like, we're doomed. I'm just going to sit here. I'm good. You don't want to help. I'm good. You're just going to scream.
3: To the three of you currently still active, the brain reaches out to you again and goes,
6: Accept this gift of union. Instead of having these desires and the distaste or disappointment of your failures, you can just join as one and together... We can create a family that will always be successful. And the flesh golems just come closer to you.
3: It is now FaZe's turn.
2: I wanna try to smash one with my mace. Okay. How do you feel about a thirteen? Good roll. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Yeah, so honestly, that is actually going to hit, because you are just targeting a small creature that is not going to be dodging you, so you can deal damage.
2: Ooh, almost max damage. Seven. I just smash it.
3: So your blunt weapon just flattens this hatchling in the flesh golem's hand. And you can see that the Flesh Golem doesn't look like he takes much damage itself uh, from this blunt item, but the Hatchling itself has just splattered small bits of gore onto you, and then at which point all three of you will hear a sharp noise, almost kind of like a um, deafening, high-pitched noise that is going through all of your heads currently. And you assume it is coming from this creature inside the vat. It is now Pegwing's turn.
1: You said we could attempt to talk down our friends who are having issues. Our acquaintances, I'll say.
5: (laughs) Yes. Co-workers.
1: Pegwing would say, Briar, belay your brain, you blimey bilge ratter. Before the mast, I'll batten down your hatches, bucko. Does that work?
3: What, let's have you roll some kind of uh, check.
1: I had to type that out ahead of time so I didn't mess it up.
8: <laughs>
3: what are you going to use? Are you going to use like a diplomacy or an intimidation? Um,
1: acrobatics. Uh, probably, it doesn't matter. Any of those type of skills are very, they're all plus one. Okay. So, you know, we're just going to do what we can. Probably deception. I'm not gonna do anything. (laughs) 18. Oh, great roll!
3: Okay, so you are able to kind of break through to Briar, and Briar is going to have advantage on their will-saving throw on their next turn.
1: I need it. Cool, and so there's two dudes with the with the hatchlings on their arms coming at us? Is that what you're
3: saying? Well, yeah, there's one in front of you and, and one that has a squished hatchling in front of Faze.
1: Oh, we have not had... Oh my god, is that my HP? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we probably should have taken a short rest before we went in here. Whoopsies.
5: Uh,
3: You're at 25 hit points, if I'm correct.
1: (laughs) Okay, yes, you are. You're very correct. You're more correct than I am. Okay, yeah, we did not take a short rest, so I cannot action surge. We made a, a whoopsie. That's on us, I feel. We beefed it. (laughs) <laughs> Once again. Am, am I close enough that I would invoke an opportunity attack?
3: If what? You walk away?
1: <laughs> if I just walk away from ever, all of this.
3: I don't think it would attack you. It, it, it doesn't deem you as a threat yet. It is trying to it will. allow you to take this hatchling.
1: It, wa- oh, it wants me to take So this is like, okay, we're in combat, but they don't know it.
3: I, yes and no. It's, it's kind of like until you strike out directly to the golem in front of you. It's not really a thinking creature. Mm-hmm. at this point
1: okay uh so i would uh i would say what i say to briar turn around see how close this thing is go ah! and then kind of run run away 25 feet okay uh, i but bonus action ignite my sword
3: okay absolutely and uh let's see now it is Trent's turn
0: i'm gonna uh poison spray the golem okay see if that does anything maybe it won't but i'm a tree i don't know Oh, it's a constitution saving throw. DC 14.
3: <laughs> okay, it actually rolled a natural one.
0: righty, That's great for old Trent. 12 damage.
3: Okay. You notice that it is not the flesh golem that is affected, but the intellect devourer on top of the flesh golem controlling it that is affected. Mm. And for a moment, there is a break in the communication between the two entities, and they lose their turn and take the damage, so it almost as if you are stunning them a little bit. Lastly, before we start the round over, Bennett on your shoulder, Pegwing, taps you on the back of the neck and drops down as you run away and looks at you and starts walking towards the bat. It turns around and inside its mouth you can see what looks like a lamprey's mouth with rows of razor teeth. And it creates a little shriek out of its mouth.
8: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you realize that the traitor amongst you was on your shoulder all along.
1: It was Bennett. Yeah! I knew it! Bennett giveth and Bennett taketh away. Good God. Why would you ah, do that to us?
0: I thought for sure it would be Nika.
1: No! <laughs> <laughs> so now you can answer, did you tell Bennett ahead of time? <laughs> yeah!
3: I did. Yeah, no, we, we spoke in DMs. Uh, yeah.
1: What a bugger!
3: I hate Bennett. He was all about it.
1: Uh, Bennett, will you give me no quarter? Uh, I looks so hurt.
6: And through Bennett, the elder brain goes, As you can see, he has made a choice, just like each of you need to do now.
3: <laughs> Briar. All right. It is your turn. It's make or break. Roll with advantage.
5: Roll,
0: baby, roll.
4: Okay. You have uh, advantage. And I have That's advantage. Good. I have advantage. That's good. Okay. Oh.
0: Focus, fire and Bennett.
4: <laughs> I, I can't even, I'm right now just running around still. He's
0: just a creepy little guy.
4: Well, that was the first one was bad. The first roll was very bad. Eighteen.
3: That does it. You are <laughs> in control of your facilities, Briar. Yay!
4: Okay. Yeah, I don't know how far away I am, but I I will run and jump in the bat and try to freaking stab the brain.
1: Do it to it. Two brains are getting stabbed today. <laughs> <That's right>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is a twenty-three. Good roll. That hits. 19 damage.
1: All
3: right. So with almost uneasiness, you feel your rapier just stab into this creature, kind of like a butter knife into hot butter, and you do a good amount of damage.
5: But now I'm in the
6: back.
3: (coughs) Yes. Time. What's up? Can you break your catatonic state?
5: You fucking know I will. And on top of that, I'm gonna roll the bad guy. And uh, I'm gonna get it. I just know I will. Okay, okay, good. Roll 17.
3: Unfortunately, that is not high enough.
5: Oh, fuck you! Oh, I just barely
0: Oh, baby. You little freak. 18, I think.
3: Briar. You feel a wave coming towards you within this gray, fat, liquid.
0: <laughs>
4: Holy gross, gross, gross! Yeah, I'm in like brain fluid yeah, right like now. Feet it's in yeah, guts. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly.
3: <laughs> As a slimy and leathery tentacle whips towards you and grabs one of your ankles, does a 19 hit your armor class?
4: I have an 18.
3: You take 15 points of psychic damage as it grapples onto your skin and just fills your head with a sharp, piercing, lightning-esque noise that just emanates and bounces in your skull.
4: (laughs) I'm just FYI, I'm down to six hit points. (laughs) Don't tell him. Well, I I
5: gotta be honest! Seems like Fred's actually tracking her shit, so...
3: You are also grappled. You must make an escape DC on your turn. And if you don't, you must make a constitution saving throw every round or inhale this gross liquid. Ugh. All right. Uh, it is actually uh, the Leviathan's turn. So let's go ahead and dominate somebody. Uh, FaZe. <laughs> FaZe, can you roll a intelligent saving throw for me?
2: I got a nine, so I got an eight.
3: Yeah, so you immediately start hearing the alluring tones of this creature as it talks about euphoria and utopia and belonging. And you are currently dominated. And you will start walking towards pegwing with your mace outstretched. And then if you could roll an attack against pegwing for me.
1: You don't have to do that.
2: I rolled a two, so I got a seven. So
3: does that hit your armor class? (laughs) It
1: doesn't. That don't hit shit. Okay.
3: (laughs) You see FaZe before you, her eyes glazed over, unseeing. She feebly swings a mace at you that dodge out of your way, but you are currently in combat uh, with FaZe. Pegwing, it is now your
1: turn. Uh, phase this Leviathan be running a rig and taking us for a keel haul. I feel loaded to the gunwall. Gunnel. Huh? <laughs>
8: <laughs> the gunwall.
1: <laughs> 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 it says, says gunwall. Both terms are stupid. Listen, Pegwing Peg Peg looked them all up on the internet. Before this mission. Pegwing has only read boat terms. Pegwing's a pirate who has never met another pirate. He has his pirate GED. (laughs) So is that thing with phase, is that a one, is that like a one turn thing? Is that an ongoing thing?
3: Ongoing thing. She must make a save throw every turn. Or if let's say enough damage is done to the brain, it might break its concentration.
1: Does does the brine put out my magical sword fire?
3: I'm going to say magical fire will not be put out by the brine.
1: Okay, and how deep is this? Uh, can I reach it from the edge? Is it like a like a cylindrical vat, or are we talking like a big old tub?
3: It's like a cylindrical vat, probably somewhere around 30 feet in diameter.
1: Okay, so if I were to perch on it, I would not be able to just stab down from the side. I'd have to get in, get messy.
3: Yeah, I would say so.
1: Yeah, I'm going to jump in the vat. I want to go and stab this brain. Okay. Do I get advantage for stabbing the brain? Because I just did it a minute ago, and I've got experience. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Is, uh, is Briar still, like, mentally all right? Or you're just down to, like, three hit points, I'm just right? grappled. Yeah. I'm just
4: being grasped right now.
1: I got it. We're going to attack uh, the distracting strike. That's a 14 hit yet.
3: That actually hits. <laughs>
1: That's a brain. It ain't got no muscles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: That's true. It's fair. It's one big muscle, right?
5: It? It's the biggest muscle on me, at least.
1: Followed brain. by my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and then your butt. <laughs> <laughs> so 18, 1, uh, 26 damage to the brain.
3: Okay. So your great sword of fire sears through this. Do you Do you want to say something? Well, I
1: was going to say, am I allowed to say like which part of the brain I hit?
3: I mean, sure, if you'd like.
1: The big part.
3: (laughs) As your flaming great sword strikes the biggest part of the brain, you can see that the gray liquid sizzles as your sword pierces into the water, and a large slice shows up on the brain as your sword exits out. It does seem like you've done a good amount of damage to it, but definitely not enough to vanquish this creature. Now you are swimming around in this just viscous fluid
1: except for my extra attack
3: oh please proceed
1: 17 to hit okay 21
3: as if you were slicing a loaf of bread your great sword slices over and over hacking into this just gray material that is the brain Distracting attack, what is that to?
1: Uh, the next attack roll against the target gets advantage by an attacker other than myself.
3: So, phase you actually feel as if you are in control of your own faculties again. Okay. The dominate spell has ended upon you. And also, at that point, you hear a whisper inside your ear. And the whisper says, Just know that I never left you of my own accord. And you hear footsteps running towards the vat. There's a large splash, and you can just see these like slices cutting into the brain as Wreck materializes out of <gasps> invisibility into the vat with
0: the rest of you. Trent, you are up.
1: Hot Springs episode. Yes!
0: <laughs> what to do, what to do. I don't want to get
1: in that vat. Shaw is
3: currently on the floor chained and unconscious. There are two flesh golems with intellect devourers attached to their heads. There's also Bennett.
0: Oh, Bennett.
1: I loved him!
0: <laughs> Where is Bennett? What's he doing?
3: Bennett's halfway between you and the vat. It seems like he is watching the battle. Move. So the poison
0: spray, it didn't affect the golem, but it did affect the el- the brain inside of it. Right. yes
3: ultimately in, in a sense they're kind of like going to share hit points in the sense that one is controlling the other but you could impact the intellect devour directly as well
0: all right um i'm gonna poison spray again okay why not constitution save 14
1: okay
3: so this time they did save the constitution cool Does is, is there like a half damage or anything
0: no okay no
3: Would you like to try anything
0: else? No. Okay. No, I don't.
3: Okay, so the flesh golems lurch into action. And since Trent and FaZe are the closest one, one will swing at FaZe and one will swing at Trent. Trent, 12 to armor class.
0: That will miss.
3: So it swings low and misses FaZe. That is a 16 to armor
2: class. Yeah, I think it's like a 13.
3: You are going to take seven points of bludgeoning damage as a fist slams against you. Okay. Briar, top of the round. Okay. You're swimming in thick liquid, grappled by the ankle. You can attack.
4: Even even though I'm grappled, or do I need to try to get out?
3: You can still attack while
6: grappled.
4: Try to stab again. Maybe try to cut... Cut it so that uh, the tentacle that's holding me is chopped off. Okay. Oh,
5: I got a NAT twenty! Yay! Ooh,
4: to hit, so Okay,
3: so that hits.
4: That's a that's a beefy chunk of that I this did. Twenty-three damage.
3: Is that double damage?
4: Oh yeah, I guess it is! Oh wait, cause
5: You should roll your damage die please. Uh so twenty-three
4: plus twelve.
3: Okay, so that is Twenty-three thirty-five. Yeah. Points of damage. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice.
4: Because now I don't care for my life or my body anymore. So I just am angry. I just want to kill this thing.
3: <laughs> okay.
4: Well, is there blood from the brain? Is there blood filling the vat?
3: Yeah, there is a lot of blood in there as well from like the various body parts that were being flung yeah. in from the rucksacks, and I mean you're literally swimming in what is like brain soup.
5: Mm-hmm. Ew! We are in a
7: slurry
3: yeah Mm.
4: brain slurry brain stew
3: okay so roll a constitution saving throw
5: remember you have that seven temporary hit points
4: oh yeah oh right let me add that right now okay that's an eight
3: so you start to feel panic as liquid kind of gets thrown into your body as you inhale and uh you will take five points of damage huh interesting time
5: Alright, I'm gonna roll 14. You'll see it. You all know it. Fuck! I rolled 11, <laughs> so 15.
3: Unfortunately, you are still in a catatonic state. Is it
5: just like. <laughs> yeah. It's warm here. I'm fine.
3: Okay, so it is going to do a tentacle attack against Pegwing. No. That is a 15. No! So you feel this slimy, leathery tentacle just brush up against your feathers. As it tries to grapple you, you're able to wriggle out of its grasp.
1: Don't threaten me with a good time.
3: (laughs) It is going to actually take another attempt at you because it can attack multiple times. Yeah. This time it is a 16 versus your armor class. Still nothing. All right. It is now FaZe's
2: turn. Uh, I want to smash whatever is closest to me. Uh, intelligence column.
1: I hear that. Make it happen. Okay,
2: okay, okay. I just okay. wanted to make sure. I did that. Ooh, this is a number I can't read. That's a 13 plus 5, 18. That hits. Six damage.
3: You smash against the flesh form and its intellect devourer rider, but it is still standing strong. Pegwing. What do you do?
1: I mean, this is pretty much like a like a droid, like a probe ship, right? Where, or like, where if you kill the ship—not probe ship, but the mothership—you kill that, then these other guys will.
3: That's what you deduce. It, everybody from Bennett to these intellect devourers and the mind flayers are all a part of the same hive mind that comes from this elder brain.
1: Okay. And Briar is still grappled. Yes.
4: I am, but, but I'm I'm kind of okay though, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I
1: have eight hit points. Fine. I'm gonna keep the attacks coming. Uh, We're going to take the minus five penalty to my attack roll. 13 plus seven, minus five, 15.
3: 15 hits. Oh,
1: my God. So that's going to be... It's going to be significant. Fred, you're not freaking ready. You think you are, but you're freaking not ready. (laughs) Y'all are sitting here thinking that you know how much damage it's going to be. Double it. (laughs) (laughs) No. no, no. Uh, That roll could have been better. (laughs) And then we're going to do my extra attack. 19 plus 7. That hits. Okay. 41 damage. Woo! That is a lot of damage.
3: So the Flaming Greatsword takes chunks of brain material off of this creature. It starts to wiggle around like the helpless baby as it's just pushing this gray liquid and body parts around. But it still is holding
1: on. As as I'm doing all these attacks, I'm emitting a... (laughs) Trent! Trent is
0: going to go over to to Time and be like, Hey, buddy. Come on. Get in there, pal. You can, you can do it, bud. No, come on, come on, pal, buddy. What's so to be, what's so, what's so wrong? What's the problem? That's it. That's all I got.
3: You don't even have to roll. We'll just give it to you. So time, you have advantage just from that (laughs) role play.
5: hell yeah. Thank you, Michael. I love you.
3: Everybody loves Trent. Hey, no problem. The flesh golems will attack both Faze. Uh, this time, 18 versus Faze.
2: Yes, that will
3: hit. That is 20 versus Trent. Ow, Faze, you take eight points of damage. Kay. Trent, you take nine points of
0: damage. But phase only took eight.
2: Yeah, don't point it out.
0: I want Faze to take nine.
2: Hey, stop it.
3: You see more activity in the vat as Wex starts to slash at the creature. At the last moment, he kicks off from the top of the brain and pops out of the vat and looks at you, FaZe, and says, you need to leave. All of you need to go. This is not going to end well for any of us. And he splashes back into the vat. Briar, it's your turn.
4: Yeah, I guess, actually, I'm assuming briar here wick say that
3: yeah i would say all of you do you
4: know what though no the briar kind of like like pauses for a second i think i'm just gonna keep trying to freaking attack his brain well um i got a 24 that hits yay all right 19 damage
3: 19 damage Mm -hmm. all right it continues to wriggle, but does not look like it is going down just no! yet.
4: I'm just gonna keep attacking it, it.
3: Time. All right. Your friend, Trent, with his encouraging words, gives you a bonus.
5: Woohoo! 22.
3: Okay, you break out of your catatonic states. What
1: do you do? I
5: stand up and a, a low, horrid growl oh. emanates from my, my body. I thrust my hands forward and, uh, there's what appears to be, uh, wind underneath me as you hear the wooden, uh, uh, uh clatter of my mask falling to the ground. Oh, shit! And then my robes Ooh. undo themselves. What? And, uh, they kind of fly back with this, uh, uh, uh odd wind and they look like a pair of huge bat wings. Oh, what? Uh, time is emaciated, covered oh. in what look to be bite marks. Oh. His face is extremely gaunt, and he smiles, and he has big old fangs. <gasps> then he just kind of like uh, uh, growls, and then shoots um, uh, two Eldritch Blasts at each... Uh, baby brain, if they're still up. I'm...
3: Yep, they still are.
5: Okay, okay. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Uh, so the first two, let's say the left one, are, uh, that's in an 11 and like, frickin' 27?
3: Uh, 11 total to armor class? Yes. Yeah, one of them hits.
5: Okay. Boop, boop. Uh That's four damage. Whoa, whoa, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> it needs to make a wisdom saving throw.
3: Uh, he fails. He rules a
5: seven. He is now afraid of me. Okay. This is my form of dread. Um, and the next one is... Uh, that is a oh, what? 16 and 20. Both hit. go be That is, uh, 11 damage and another wisdom saving throw. Uh,
3: this one rolls a
5: 14. Uh, also a fail. Okay. Also frightened. And they're both pushed 10 feet away from me. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I kind of have these, this spooky, hungry eyes, uh, as I stare at them and my, um, my, my robes are, are fluttering about my back.
3: Both the little brain dogs are flung off of their flesh golem bodies. The golems go kind of inert and just kind of drop their arms down and just stand there, slack jawed. The two little brain dogs smack onto the ground with a wet thwack. And as it kind of writes itself onto its legs, it kind of looks towards this horrific winged creature, but does not make any move forward.
6: <laughs> At which point, it is the brain's turn. This is enough. You is what is wrong with society. You are the disease that is killing the world. You must all obey. Everybody needs to roll
3: an intelligence saving throw.
1: Oh, my God. No. You picked the wrong day. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh my God. My intelligence is bad.
2: I got a nine.
0: (laughs) I got a natural one. Wow. Five minus one is four. I rolled a four,
1: but I have a minus two. Oh,
5: I got a 22. Wow, nice job. You're so smart.
3: All of you are dominated <laughs> except for Briar. So you are stunned, essentially, and you need to roll saving throws each of your turns.
5: I just
4: was able to move. Except for Briar.
3: Okay. I'm going to get him. <laughs> Phase saving throw again on your turn. Now, remember, this is at the end of your turn, so you lose this turn.
2: Okay, so I just make my saving throw.
3: Yep. Love being dominated. <laughs> you just have to pay for it.
2: Uh, I mean, 16. 16 That's what I got. So, oh no. <laughs>
3: Unfortunately, that is not good enough. Oh no. You can see Bennett is starting to walk towards
1: you. <gasps> Pegwing. It's a six.
3: Unfortunately, uh, that is not good enough. Roll a Constitution saving throw.
1: 20. 30 20.
3: Okay. So you do not choke on briny water.
0: Trent. Yeah. It is your turn. Cool. Saving throw. Uh, this time I rolled a 2 minus 4. Unfortunately,
3: you are still stunned. All right. It's the flesh golem slash the devourer. Now, unfortunately, they are fear status versus time so they can't attack or approach time but they can approach and attack the other two players out of the brine. They will actually come up to phase and to
5: Trent. Would they have to move closer to me at all? To get to phase? Uh, I mean... Bring out the fucking protractor. Let's figure this out. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Both of you need to roll a uh, DC... uh, I'm not going to tell you what the DC is, but intelligence saving throw. Uh, Actually,
5: Trent was right next to me, so they would have to walk towards me to get to Trent. Am I wrong?
3: This attack is sight within 30 feet.
5: Fuck!
2: (laughs) Ruined. I got an 18.
3: 11. Trent, you are going to take... 12 psychic damage.
0: That happened? Yeah. Good question, though. Alright, well, I'm unconscious. Whoa.
3: Trent drops the ground. Faze, you are okay for
8: now.
4: Damn, Skippy.
3: Briar, you're the only one.
4: Do it. Okay, I attack the brain. I had to do it again. Oh, I
3: got a nat 20! <laughs> That's two in a row. Holy
4: moly! Wow. Okay. 20, 15. The to 35
3: total. Doing buckets of damage. Buckets
5: of damage.
4: Pew, pew, pew. I'm just like, really, my rapier arm just like, well, God.
5: Will you're at spicy. a, it's an endurance race. Will you drown and be crushed to death before you kill this thing?
3: Thank you, Tim. If you could roll the constitution, <laughs> save <laughs>
0: Uh-oh.
4: 14.
3: You take five more points of damage as you <gasps> continue to suffocate and choke on this briny, lumpy, viscous, slimy liquid. Okay. That is going inside of your mouth.
5: I, I have three. It's time. What's up? Okay. Uh, roll a die to get out of being uh, uh, stunned. Freaking stunned. Uh, 18. That is good nice.
6: enough. Nice. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Now your turn is expended, but on your next turn you can go again. Oh wait!
5: Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That's what time sounds like. He's always sounds. <laughs> My real accent. Boy! Fuck
3: off! All oh, right. It is going to grapple Pegwing with a tentacle. Okay. That is a nineteen versus your armor class. That'll do it. Yeah, since you are kind of incapacitated, you are defenses are lowered.
1: It's gonna go straight down my beak.
3: Yes, you take nine points down the beak damage and you are grappled. Phase. Fuck, twelve. Unfortunately, you are still stunned.
1: Cool. It's fine. It's fine.
3: Pegwing.
1: Ooh, that's a bad. Uh, fourteen?
3: Unfortunately, you are still stunned.
1: But it's not bad!
3: It isn't. (laughs) You heard him! But it's not great. You also need to roll a constitution saving throw.
1: Slippery little devil. Oh, boy. Uh, plus five, Those seven.
3: You take five points of damage. I'm at 11. Oh, Trent. What? You are unconscious. Yeah, so? Rolling death saving
5: throws.
0: Don't die. We know how these go. Got a three.
3: You are one step closer to death. <laughs> We have two death saving throws left. Alright. The devourers. Still afraid. Uh actually, how does that work? The fear. Does it is it able to like roll against your fear every turn?
5: Oh, they're not afraid anymore.
3: Oh, okay. So then they both attack you. No, don't. Well, I guess one would attack phase. Thank you.
2: That is so mean.
3: So you guys were gonna have to roll an intelligence saving throw. No, uh. Actually. Phase, you're incapacitated because you're stunned, so that is different from time. Uh, So first we'll do time.
5: Fuck me. Ten.
3: So you are going to take ten points of psychic damage. Okay. Does that drop you? No, sir. Okay. Phase, the intellect devourer starts to walk towards you like a little brain dog would. And as it gets closer, it is going to start... Crawling up your body,
2: gross.
3: And it starts to magically take over. Uh,
5: no, thank you.
3: Okay, it doesn't.
5: Okay. <laughs>
3: okay. Top of the round, Briar.
5: Too good, or else you're
4: dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, this is, this might be Briar's last stand right here. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got I keep rolling good. Um, that's 26.
3: That's a hit.
4: Woo-hoo! 22 damage.
3: Okay. Constitution saving throw, Briar. Uh,
4: 25.
3: Hanging on by a thread. I
4: literally have three hit points right now. <laughs> like, oh, you me me. <laughs> Next
5: job. Time. Now I want to shoot all four blasts at my good friend, Mother Brain. That's what it's called, right? Mother Brain.
3: Yeah, Mother Brain.
5: I, uh, okay, so the lowest I rolled was an 18. All of them hit. Okay, so one critted, so that's 5d10. 29 damage to the Elder Brain, and it is pushed 40 feet away, which I don't know is possible. And we all know, uh, Force Movement, I believe, breaks bra- oh. grapples.
3: Okay, time. That erodes young love.
5: And it's, it has to make a wisdom saving throw.
3: Go ahead and tell me what it looks like as you kill this elder brain. Oh.
8: <laughs>
5: so he's kind of like hunched over. He looks a little bit like. Uh, he. I, for some reason, I imagine his undies are just Jesus wrappings. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, you know yes, they're just like a loincloth yeah. situation. And,
5: and kind of crouched over. My teeth are getting bigger and, like, saliva oh. that's, like, running red with my own blood. Oh. Or maybe someone else's. I, I don't know. And then four streaks of of, of Elders Blasty magic explode into this creature, tearing through this thing. Not even looking like it's, like, hidden and exploding, but since it's going so fast with so much force, it just, like vibrates straight through. Yeah. And then, like, it's doing tons of damage on the bottom that we can't see. And yeah, just, like, over and over and over, yeah. exploding all over the place. And then I will go over and uh, start feeding on Shaw. Oh, God! <laughs> I don't think I have enough actions to start to do it. He's but so that's, hungry! That's what I'm doing. That's like what, what I'm getting ready to do.
3: The pure force from your Eldritch Blast, after everything you explained, the brain just smacks against the far end of the vat, shattering the vat as gray, viscous liquid flows all over the floor, covering everything. Time, you are currently feeding on Shaw's body, trying to sate the hunger. You look around, you see a, a stunned Pegwing with his flaming greatsword kind of flowing out of the vat. A briar swimming with three hit points left. An unconscious Trent and Faze who's currently being eaten by an intellect devourer that is suctioned onto her head. The one thing that you don't see is Bennett.
2: (gasps) That little son of a bitch.
3: (sighs) The combat is over. Each of you wake up from your stunned episode, Trent who's on the ground is slowly just dying and unfortunately FaZe is currently devoid of intellect as this thing is feeding off of her Wek looks at all of you and says I'm surprised we were able to get out of that Uh, you are very powerful indeed, but is there anything we could do for FaZe? Can any of you heal her of this affliction.
4: I mean, unless somebody here has the ability to do surgery, right? Like... I could give it another go.
5: No, I I can't. Oh, I was hungry.
3: Weck picks up Faze and looks at the rest of you and goes, I will take care of her. I will make it my way out. Uh, Good luck to all of you, and...
5: Wait, where are you going as I'm putting my robe back on my mask?
2: As he leaves the room, FaZe
5: flips all of you off. You have to lead us out. Don't leave us here.
3: It's going to be okay. You are some kind of hideous creature. You'll figure it out. I am, uh... I'm beautiful.
1: She's very rude. I'm
3: going to get her out of here. I need to get her help before she's too far gone.
1: Get us help. <laughs> have I ever told you about the uh, my ship? I've got a nice wall where I keep all my weapons. The gun wall, I call it.
3: <laughs> Why are you telling me about this?
1: Why'd you say that?
3: Is that... Are you threatening me? Ah, uh,
1: you know, uh... It's... Yes?
3: Well, look, I... Appreciate you're concerned about your friend, but it would probably be best if I make haste. If we all travel together, I might not be able to reach anybody to heal her quick enough, so...
4: How do we get out of here?
3: You can figure it out. There's gotta be some way out. He's
4: gotta leave us. He's gonna frickin' bury us in here.
3: Time. Something catches your attention. Mm. In a corner of the room, there is what looks like a large pile of belongings. Pouches of gold to chests full of items. Just things that have been collected from all of the people that have been killed by this colony of mind flayers. But amongst it all is a curious object. A golden idol. One that is in the shape of what looks like a bat and a monkey mixed together.
5: I scurry over and grab it.
3: As all of you make your way out, you find yourself on a ship.
0: On Pegling's
3: ship, to be exact.
8: (gasps) Whoa, (laughs) yes! Uh
0: this is including the unconscious Trent.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're bringing Trent. Yeah.
1: We stabilize you. I don't. Yeah. Do we it. carry him out. Yeah. We carry
4: him like a log, <laughs> on our shoulders.
1: No one tell Trent what the boat's made out of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're taking. If I, if we take a short rest, I don't know. I, I would use. I would give my healing to Trent, and I think we're doing that off camera. So I'm allowing it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Okay.
3: There's a gun wall behind you as you look out over the horizon. You hear a commotion on the ship as yells and it sounds like a fight is breaking out amongst the crew of Peglin's ship. You see a small island out on the horizon. The ship with no one manning it careens carelessly, crashes onto this island. And that is where we'll end the story. <gasps> Of our players. I
5: sure hope a boat full of adventurers and simple boatmen don't ever come to this island. <laughs> oh, no. That's the artifact that caused us to go crazy
0: in Common oh, like that. Damn. Wow. Whoa.
6: My friend,
5: brain is
4: exploding. Like you just brain freaking I-
5: exploded my elder brain. Dude,
4: I like legit cannot believe, like if I had not shifted, yeah. I would have died. Because I had three hit points. Yeah. Like, I I would have died.
1: (laughs) Wow. We're probably all gonna, so (laughs) that's fine.
4: No, we're gonna make it. I will never die.
5: Uh, No, I think Canonic, well, I guess we could get, one of us could get off, but by the time the other podcast starts, it is an empty island.
3: Everybody's dead on that island, right?
1: Yeah, I mean. So who knows what happens? By the time the next podcast starts, we're all gonna get off. Man. So true.
5: Michael did say on the island, there wasn't a shifter a, a damp here specifically
0: that's true wow wow cool.
5: man
2: that was that was so so much fun
5: yeah Fred you did such a great job good job Fred thank you I, I had such a blast yes I know everyone out there in listener land are super appreciative of you
2: I really like the aspect of stress um, thank you for bringing more of it into my life in a way that was enjoyable
4: okay. <laughs> no I think it's good because I, I like things that help guide what your character would do yeah, Mm -hmm. and to like make an impact on that because that's the thing because like honestly when you said run away if I had not had that condition on me I think I would have tried to get out Mm
2: -hmm.
4: but I didn't Mm.
3: and it's interesting because like I think you know as players we are often prone to do what we think is best and maybe not so much what the character would think or do you know I think Tim often played his character in a way that was like very self-centric and paranoid and right, you know exactly. was like Noiden. kind of like not mean to Briar but was kind of like that like Dismissive. I'm your boss kind of yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly.
5: He's my employee so what the fuck do I care? <laughs> I'm your employee and your wife you're my direct report.
3: You know I I the one person I have to apologize to the most is Mike Bachman for taking Bennett away from you? No,
1: he by all so rights, wrong. he should have been removed from my care long ago.
3: <laughs> he lured you here, Pegwing, to the Mindflayer Colony. I didn't
1: trust what that little sucker. But I, fucker. But I don't. I don't think that the moments we shared were any less meaningful because he ultimately betrayed mm-hmm.
7: me. Yeah.
10: Wow, that's <laughs> a
4: very grown-up way of thinking. Maybe about it. more
1: very
5: meaningful.
1: Well. Thank you
5: so much. Uh, let's go ahead and give away a pair of beautiful diehard dice. D- dice, time. <laughs> dice, dice, dice. Dice. dice time. Dice, dice time. Dice time. Uh, yeah, Nika, yes. what's the current code?
2: It is dragons with an apostrophe. You loved it so much from last year. We're keeping it for the next few months.
0: You mean exclamation?
2: Exclamation. Not question mark.
0: We're not. You said
4: apostrophe. <laughs> you know, you figure out the type.
2: Look, that intellect
4: okay.
3: devourer
2: has
4: a
5: yeah, exactly. yeah. on her. Dude, there has to be a, a cocktail called intellect devourer. Uh, do hashtag finale. You have a few more moments um, to win a beautiful pair pe- set of diehard Dice. If you don't win, which you won't, uh, you will uh, be able to go to dieharddice.com. And enter the offer code DRAGONS with an exclamation mark. And that will give you 15% off your goddamn order, and will give us a little kissy. Weasel 13! Congratulations to Weasel 13. You have won the Diehards.
3: Congrats.
2: I love everything about their name, because they have three W's, and their name is Weasel, like Weasel from Suicide Squad. And the number 13, which is the best number. It's a good one.
5: Oh,
3: you would. Man, I'm disappointed that TPK didn't happen. You guys were so fucking close. Thank God!
5: I really assumed Dryer we were all good. gonna die. I really
4: did. I, I like cannot believe I didn't die.
0: Um, well, thank you so much, Fred. It is. Uh, it has been really great. Yes. It's been great for me to get to have time to have a break, and I've actually done some planning. Believe it or not. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just nice so, to,
4: get to uh, hang out with Fred. Yeah. Yeah
0: there's that as well
5: <laughs> i guess
0: it is nice to get to hang out with fred and uh yeah it was just this has just been so much fun so thank you bud appreciate it it's been
3: an honor i truly appreciate the opportunity it's been awesome gaming with you guys i really hope things turn for the better so that we could get a geekly Con in the future you <sighs> know maybe not this year maybe next year <sighs> but fingers crossed <laughs>
0: Fingers crossed. Oh it's coming in
3: 2022. But it is it is one of the big things that I look forward to every year, uh, so that I could give all of you hugs and kisses right. and see everybody. Yeah. Uh, and just game, you know, with like-minded people. This one's happening. Okay, I'm there. Let's
0: make it happen. I have COVID right now. It's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I do have COVID right now.
5: I mean, we did do Gen Con and then die. So it was a brief moment of beauty. Yeah.
0: You packed some plug and didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Origins didn't die.
2: We can get tested before I spit in your mouth this year. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, yeah. Uh, Fred, yet again, do all your pluggables so that people can find you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Cthulhu and Friends on the Geekly Inc. Network, Sunday nights, um, you know, we play a Call of Cthulhu pulp Cthulhu game. Um, it's a lot of fun um we have some great players uh, on with us i'm currently working on a secret project that i'll be announcing soon um so Whoa. keep an ear out for that um and Whoa. yeah just uh, you know everything uh, i love everything geekly so uh you know watch all of the shows they're all amazing so that's it for me
0: well appreciate you thanks fred um, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter, we're at geeklink or at DD Podcast, and we're on Instagram at greetingsadventurers. I'm at Thrifty Nerd. I'm at Tim Lanning.
2: I'm at Jennifer Cheek. I'm at Nika underscore Howard. I'm at
1: the Mike Bachman.
3: And I'm at I think I'm Fred.
0: Uh, we will we will be back next week with session zero yeah. of our campaign two. And we will have a Special guest? Mm-hmm. I still don't believe it's happening. <laughs> um, but.
4: Guys, we we had a little, just a little peek behind the curtain. We had a little chat before we recorded tonight about the campaign and our characters, and I'm very excited about it. It's gonna be good. It's
5: good shit. Yeah. Next episode. Episode zero.
4: Zero. So it won't be our. It's a pre-pre episode.
0: It'll be a prelude to the campaign to the epilogue, but at the beginning, yes.
4: The it's a
5: prologue. No. Ah, Okay.
0: (laughs) Um. So until then, uh, keep it dicey.